All right, so let's get moving. Everyone, we're just gonna do a quick review of yesterday's stuff because in case guys didn't have a chance to do it over the day, and now we're gonna get moving with the new Gemara. Says the Mishnah, Lam Beis of an Aleph in Saita, seventh park. Everyone has a place? All right. Elu Ne'amorin. These are said, Bechal Lashen, in every language. Parsha Saita, the Parsha of Saita, the stuff that the Kayin tells her and she agrees before she drinks the water. Vividui Meiser, the proclamation of the confession of Meiser, that a person announces in every third year that he got, he kind of gave away all the Meiser he's supposed to give away. Kriya Shema. When a person says Shema, he can say it in any language he likes. Utfila and prayer. Upirchas Hamazin, benching. Okay. Shua Seedus. If a guy makes another guy swear that he didn't see, that he didn't see testimony, that he didn't see any, he wasn't a witness. Turns out the guy was a liar. He did see it. He swore falsely. He has to bring a carbon. Doesn't make a difference which language he swore in. He still has to bring a carbon. U Shuas Hapikadan. And so too is swearing about a. Deposit. If I gave a guy something to watch, he claims he never got it or it's, it was stolen. Turns out it wasn't true. He's got to bring a carbon. Doesn't make, doesn't make a difference which language he swore about it. Okay, that is the first set in the Mishnah. It's irrelevant. It means there's different things a non paid shamer and a paid shamer would swear about. right? A non paid shamer is let off the hook or a lot easier. Right? If he says it was stolen, he's off the hook. Okay. Next set. Ve'elu and these. Our Ne'amarin are said in Hebrew, specifically. When you come up to bring your first fruit, you make a proclamation. It's got to be said in Hebrew. Chalitza. When a woman, her husband dies, she has no kids, her brother, that whole process has to be said specifically in Hebrew. The time when the Klaistro just came in across the Jordan. We'll see the mission is going to explain. They are on two mountains. Those brachas and those blessings and the curses were said in Hebrew specifically. Someone asked a very question yesterday. Once. When did that happen? Once. Happened once, right? They did a good job. Yeshua figured it out. Right? Okay, good. So what's that relevant? Right, this is David's question. Okay, I think hopefully you guys will see some Mishnah, some Gemara. We'll see if you can answer the question on your own. If not, we'll try to work it out. Okay? Birchas Koyhanim. The blessings of the Koyan. Right? Yivarechecha, all that. You got to say it in Hebrew. When the Kayan Gala comes out, he makes a blessing. Right? You look in your Yom Kippur it's got to be in Hebrew. And the Parsha that the Melech reads every seven years, known as Hakel, which is Dvarim, it's got to read in Hebrew. Okay? Parsha's Egla Arufa. And the Parsha of Egla, a calf, Arufa, which gets beheaded from the back. So that has to be read in Hebrew as well. Umashuach Machama. And he anointed one for war, which means the Kayan who comes and talks to the nation before they go into battle. Bisha'a at the time, Shemidaber, that he speaks El to Ha'am, the nation. Okay, we got two types of things. Something's got to be in Hebrew, something's can be in whatever language you want. How do we know this? Where does this come from? Where do we see this in the Torah? Says the Mishnah. Okay, usually Gemara does this. This case, the Mishnah for some reason goes into it. Number one, Mikra. The calling out, the speaking out of Bikurim, Ketzad. Ketzad means how, right, usually. Here, says Rashi, in this case, Ketzad means from where? How do we know it? Right? What's your source, basically, okay? So Ketzad means how. In this case, it means how as in how do you know. 
Ve'anisa. The Pasuk says, when it comes to Bikurim, so on your Gemaras, on the bottom, they bring the Pesukim, if you want the full Pasuk. Okay? If you guys look on the bottom, the Pasuk is in Dvarim. It says, go to the, like this. Ve'anisa, and you should call out. Ve'amarta, and you shall say, Lefnei, before Hashem Alekecha, Hashem your God, Arami Oivet Avi, right? The Aramean destroyed my father, Vayerd Mitzrayma, and he went down to Egypt, Vayagar Hashem, and he dwelled there, Vemesemaat, the small number, Vayisham, and he was there, Legoy Gadol, became a big nation, Atzim strong, Varav, and multiple, right? Anybody remember where we say this? Anywhere else? Pesach Gadol, right? Okay? So. Okay, the Torah uses interesting language. Ve'anisa, you'll call out. You'll raise up your voice. Ve'amarta, and you'll say. Ve'halan, ulahalan, and further on, okay, means later in Torah. Hu Aimer, who it Aimer it says, or Torah says, of the Anu Halavim, and the Levim will call out. Okay, when Torah talks about the story of Har Evel and Har Grizim with the Klalos and the Brachas, it says of the Anu, and they called out. Okay, similar terminology. This is called Exer The Torah uses the same word in two places we, that's a sign to learn one out from the other. Okay, it uses this language of calling out, the Anu, the Anisa. Okay, the Amru, and they called out. So now, end of quote. Ma, what, Lahalan is over there. The Lashon HaKadosh, that's in Hebrew. Af Khan, so too here. Af, also Khan here. The Lashon HaKadosh has got to be in Hebrew. Okay, that's step one. Now, anybody here have a problem with this limud? What is compared to what? Okay, so we have Mikra Bikurim. Why don't we know the Bikurim in Hebrew? Bikur. Okay, so you look back. There's words where actually Torah is words there and there. Right. So what part do we learn from what part? Well, you look, look in the mission again. So tell me which one. Which one which one's being learned from where? Look inside. Look inside. Open book. This is, this is not, or not, it's not that kind of quiz. Okay? We want to know. Mikru Bikurim. Ketar. Right? But we tell you, we know where we're learning from. Because it says by Mikru Bikurim, Ve'anisa Marta, And it says further on, by the Levim, by the Hagrizim and our evil, Ve'anu Ve'amru. Ma, what do we find? Because, La, a lot of the because it says Polish Yisrael. Is that why how we learn from that it has to be Russian according? So let's, let's speak the elephant in the room, right? Well, I learned from the Well, no, no. The elephant in the room, I think everyone's bothered by, is that the mission says, good, right? I mean, again, the mission says, you know how I know Bikur is in Hebrew? Because I learned it from Xeris Shava, from, from the Har Eva and Hagrizim with the Brachas and Klaus. And they were in Hebrew, obviously. They had to be in Hebrew. Uh, who said? It's one of the things. It's one of the things. Exactly right. So don't prove to me, you know, from from Sunday, which you didn't surround. Exactly right. So this is what Rashi says on the spot that you're going to have to figure out why the Mishnah takes on as a given that the brachas and kolos had to be given Hebrew. The Gemara is going to explain that. Okay. Good. But for now, we're, we're going to get. Yeah, so the mission, again, the mission is say facts, and the Gemara is explaining the logic behind it, hopefully. Okay? Now, so again, Lalan, further or later on, it says, the Anu Halavim, the Levim will call out, the Amr, and they'll say, Ma, Lalan, what do you find over there? Balashna Kadesh, Afkan, so to here, Balashna Kadesh. Okay. Rabbi Huda Sorry, I skipped, I skipped, I skipped, I skipped, sorry, sorry, okay, good. 
Make sure everyone's paying attention. Chalitza Ketzad. How do you know Chalitza has to be in Hebrew? The Ansa the Amra. And she will call out and she will say, Ula Halan. And further down the line, Hu it says, the Anu. And they raise their voice, Halavim, Levim, Vamru, and they said, Malahala, and what do we find over there? Belashan HaKadosh. In Hebrew, Afkan, so to hear. Belashan HaKadosh. Okay, anyone getting irritated yet? Okay, fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, meaning, meaning we can have five places entire, we'll use the same word, and we'll all trace them back to one concept, right? From one place, right? And it okay. uses two words here, for example. Of Anu, Anissa, yeah, it's true, exactly. So it's, here it's going to be uh, the Sherish of Anu. Okay, now does anyone, back to David's question. Tell me a question. Who cares about Brachas and Klalas? It's already happened, right? It's over, right? So now is anybody getting a sense of why we want to know Brachas and Klalas? It's the foundation, it's the foundation point, right? So if Brachas and Klalas weren't really in Hebrew, you don't really have anything else to build off of. So they're integral for our future halachas, that's so why we have to get them clear. Okay? It sounds like the default is you can use logic to say that any language is fine. You only need a Libra for Lashon Kaidish. Beautiful. Beautiful, right? It's a very good point. This is bothering me today also. I was learning this again. The Gemara comes in, why? How do you know? Where do you know you need Dafka Hebrew? If you ask me, I would say it's 50 50. Pazik says, say it like this Hebrew specifically, yes or no? The Mishnah seems to say that the default is any language. Only if we know specifically, and it needs to be Hebrew, does it have to be Hebrew? Now, I think the reason could be, as uh, you're saying, just because logically, I, I, the point is I have to give some kind of information. I have to say something, right? Why should it be any specific language? Right? It seems almost like a stringency that has to be specifically in Hebrew. Okay? Again, hopefully tomorrow we'll get more into it, but you're right. Okay? Now, everyone good? Okay, so we got Bikurim, and we got Chalitza. Now, we have a little bit of a drush. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer. Rabbi Yehuda says, okay, rule in Mishnaya says, if you don't say who it is, it's referred to as Tanakama. The first Tana, either he's the majority, or it's a mayor, but the point is, that's a standard. The second we say someone's name, that right, he's the minority opinion, he's the arguing person, right? So here, Rabbi Yehuda says, you learned Chalitza from the word Vanisa, Vansa, all those words. I have a much simpler way to learn it. What does it say in the word? But if you look at the text of a Torah, when it says Chalitza, what does it say? Okay. So you guys had the Pasuk next to you? Um, on the bottom. It says, V'nigsha Yivimta. Everyone got it? Towards the bottom of the page? Okay, V'nigsha Yivimta. And his Yivama, his sister-in-law, will come close. Okay, like by Yigash, Yehuda. Came close. V'nigsha Yivimta. His Yivama will come close. A love to him. Le'ene, in front of the eyes of, is Canaan, the elders. Vechalza, and she will remove, na'alai, his shoe. Chalitza literally means to remove a shoe. Okay? Now, me'alra'alai, from his foot. Vyarka, and she will spit, befanav, in his face, or in front of him, literally. Ansa, and she will raise up her voice. Vamra, and she will say, kacha, like this. Yeaseh should be done leish to a man. Asher that loy does not yivne build s base achiv the house of his brother. Okay, so I read the pasuk the way we translate it regularly. Okay, she says 
So to be done to a man who doesn't build his brother's house. Now, if you want to put the comments here, there's a little biblical, um, what do you call it? This is Drush. We can dash in a Pasuk. I mean, the Torah can be written in multiple ways. And you, based on the commas and the punctuations, you can actually get completely different meaning out of it. And that's where Drush gets complicated, right? You, see, you have to have a Messiah on a Drusha. If you had a Messiah, he had a tradition that you can dash in the Pasuk as follows. Look, just look at your commas, okay? Commas save lives, right? You know this? It says like this. Va'ansa, and she will call out, va'amra, and say kacha, like this. She will call out and say like this. Ye'asela'ish, should be done to the man. It's a hard read. Okay, but if you read it like that, then it should be said like this. Kacha, like this. Meaning, exactly as written in the Torah, in Hebrew. Va'ansa ve'amra kacha. And she will call out and say like this. Okay? Everyone with me? No. Okay, good. Do you have the Pasuk next to you? You found the Pasuk yeah, in the bottom? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Pasuk says, if you read the Pasuk before Yehuda came, you would say as follows. She calls out and she says, Kacha yeyaseh. So should be done. Right? We have the Megillah. Kacha yeyaseh ish. Asher ha-melech bikesh. He's putting a comma in the wrong place. Exactly. In the, in the right yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, in a Jewish way. He's putting the comma like this. Instead of saying, so should be done to the man, it's, she will say so. Or like this. Yeah, but I don't know. I know that. So look at the Pasuk, read the Pasuk. Va'ansa va'amra, you see it? Yeah. Va'ansa, and she'll call out, va'amra, and she'll say kacha, like this. What's like this? What's like this? What's like this? What's like this? Meaning in this language, exactly this language. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah, that's what he's actually Right. Doesn't do anything. Exactly. Right. Exactly. He's putting the comma a word later. So now it's we're saying, and she should come out and say like this. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, we're just loving anyways. You're good, you're good. Just get involved. You pencil? Here. Alright. He's getting cute for it. Who's getting killed for it? He's getting cute for it. Oh, I'm getting Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, you like this stuff, huh? This is creative reading. Okay, so. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Okay? That's it. That's Chalitza. So, sorry, I apologize. And she will call out and say like this. Ad until Shetaomer that it will be said. Add until Shete Omer that it will be said, Beloshain Hazet, in this language. Okay? Everyone good? Okay. Chalitza, we got Bikur Megat. Now we're going to get into the Brachas and Klaus. Rabbi Good is different explanation of how we know Chalitza needs to be in Hebrew. Exactly. Exactly. Bikur. Why isn't he happy with a good explanation from Zerashava? Or is this fine? If he doesn't disagree on the first Zerashava, why can't he use the same source for the second? Tell you the truth. In reality, okay, this comes with Gemara. There's, there's a limited amount of Zerashavas out there. There's a Messiah on the amount of Zerashavas there were in the whole Torah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a very specific number. You'll find other Gemaras and Shas where they debate a Zerashava because if you take that one out, you can put another one in. There's a very specific number of Zerashavas available. Everybody who did it, okay, off topic, but Torah codes, right? If you want, there's limitless amounts of links and things you can find, mathematically speaking, in the Torah, any book that size. Right? So, there's a Messiah in every drasha. Some drashas you can make without having a Messiah, 
and some you can't. Okay, this is a longer topic about Klali Klali Ashas, but Gzirashava specifically, there's a limited amount, and each Tana, you know, majority of Tanaim, and sometimes there's minority opinions of the exact drushes which are including Gzirashava right now. Okay, now are we doing time? Um, okay, let's do two more minutes. Okay, says the Gemara, Brachas v'Klalis Keitzad. Okay, the blessings and the curses Keitzad. Okay, how do you know that? So first, the commission is going to explain to us what happened, where is this, what's going on. Kivan, since. She'avru, that they passed over. She'avru, that they passed over, Yisrael, the Jewish people. Es, Hayarding, the Jordan River. Ubal, when they came. El Har Grizim, to the mountain of Grizim. Al Har Avel, and to the mountain of Avel. Shebish Shomron, they are in Samaria, right? Shomron. Shebetzad Shechem, that is on the side that is near Shechem. Okay, now, what is Shechem? Where is near Shechem? Says the Mishnah, Shebetzel Elone Moreh, that is near Elone Moreh. Okay, now the Mishnah is working very hard here to tell us this because you look at the Psukim, it's not very clear. Shenemar, because it says in the Pasuk. Okay, this is the Pasuk last week's parasha. Sorry, uh, yeah, last week's parasha. Haloi Hema. Are they not, behold, right, are they not, Be'ever Hayarding, across the Jordan. Now, if you look in your Pasuk on the side of the Gemara, everyone have it down there? A number, I don't even numbers, but. Halehema, the next Pasuk, basically, after Meniksha. Everyone see it on the bottom? Okay. This Pasuk, if you look at Rashi, Rashi works very, very hard to read this Pasuk. The Pasukim here, you have to use this to free. They are not easy Pasukim to read. Okay. Halehema. Are they not? Be'ever hayardin, on the other side of the Jordan. Achare. So an achare usually means far away. Sorry, achare usually means after. After. The psukim. I don't know if you have it. You don't have it. Sorry, yeah. Okay. So Rashi says, in this case, achare has to mean just far. Achare means just far. Now, which direction? Derech mevoi hashemesh. In the way of the going of the sun, meaning the setting of the sun, which means westward, right? So you think of the map of Israel. Everyone has in the head, I hope. Right? So you cross the Jordan, right? You're coming from east to west. Right? So you cross the Jordan. You keep going westward, derech, in the way of Mavoy Hashemesh, of the coming of the sun. Okay? And now, if you travel quite a bit, derech Mavoy Hashemesh, you're going to get to Barat Aknani, in the land of the Canaan, Hayyeshev, which sits, right? With the Be'arava. Arava literally means the plains. Okay? Mul HaGilgal, opposite Gilgal, which is where the Jews camped. Eitzel near Alone Moreh. I'm looking at the Pesuk on the bottom, sorry. Are you? Uh-oh. You, look, you, see, you see the Pesuk on the bottom? You're in? Okay, sorry. The question or? Okay. So, yeah. So, Alone Moreh means, what is Alone Moreh? Where is Alone Moreh? Beautiful. Where is that? So, look, look. It's Well, uh, you're doing Kirit Arba. Actually, when, when, when we're that's, that's far away. That's, that's, right, that's, that's covering. Kirit Arba is covering. So, Lonnie Murray is. What? When he has breeze. Right. Before that, he had a talking. He talking to France and then Exactly, good. So, look at the. Let's look back at the Mishnah. Okay? So, the Mishnah says, which is near Shechem. The story of how Greece and our evil happens near Shechem. Why? Because it's near Eloi Numer, like the Pasuk says. Shenemar, like it says, Halehema, 
means etc. And further along, who Omer, it says, right? And Avram passed through the land. Ad until Makayim Shechem, until Shechem, Ad Alon Moria, till Alon Moria. Ma Alon Moria, what do we find that Alon Moria, Ha'omer that is said, Lahalon, further on, Shechem, Af Alon Moria, Ha'omer Khan, so to Alon Moria that said here, Shechem. Okay, did I lose everyone? Okay, so basically, right now, we're just literally translating a Pasuk Komish. If you read the Pasuk Komish, you have no idea where this place is. The Gemara, the Mishnah, is using Sukkim in other places to just map out where this is. If you want, Garshan has pictures for you guys on his phone. He just was there. Hagrizim, that's where the Samarians are. They do the Karim Pesach every year. It's right near Nebulus. Not a, not a great place to hang out currently. But, so the Pasuk's telling us how I know what's near Shechem is because the Pasuk calls it Alain Meirah. You look back and embrace it, Alain Meirah means Shechem. That's how I know where this is. Okay? Step one. Now we know where this happened. Okay? Now, what happened next? Why is Mishnah going into the whole story? That'll have to find out. But okay. Um, should we keep going or stop here? I mean, is there going to be a, a, an answer of why it matters? Not just yet. It's going to be a whole long Mishnah. Yeah, let, okay, let, let's stop here. Let's review. And we'll hope to finish the Mishnah tomorrow. Okay. All right.